0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Sweeney of the Become Your Best podcast and webinar series here at Rise Up For You. We are excited that you are listening today or watching us live. Today's special guest is Samantha Varner. You are in for a real treat as we talk about stopping doing too much and actually increasing your joy, your communication and your wealth. Samantha focuses on mostly helping women find success and consistent profit in their businesses, although I'm sure all the genders will be able to take from what she shares. She founded She Collective, which we'll talk more about in 2018, to serve female entrepreneurs as a profit coach and a money-making business creator. And remember what I said in the beginning, it's not necessarily about working harder. She's originally from Canada, I love that. She's also lived and worked in Australia and she's been here in the united states for the last 10 years we have a very broad audience as well samantha so we have a lot of clients in the uk australia and canada as well she's an avid reader soccer mom i know she has four children and a constant pursuer of professional and personal development i love it let's go ahead and bring samantha on samantha welcome to the podcast
1: thank you so much for having me
0: Oh, we're glad you're here. So talk to us a little bit about how you got into this space of helping female entrepreneurs.
1: <laughs> Always a good story. So part of it, you kind of alluded to already. So living in Canada, I was doing financial services and my husband got a job in Australia. So he's oil and gas and away we went from Canada to Australia. I had two little kids at that point and re-qualified to do financial services in Australia, which was fantastic. Had two more children while I was in Australia, only to find out we were moving to Texas. My Australian qualifications were no good. My Canadian qualifications were no good. And so when I moved here to Texas, uh, once my youngest son got a little bit bigger, I decided to create a business that was a little bit money, a little bit of my background in communications and PR, and a little bit of it being a turtle shell business where I could take it regardless of the country that we were living in since it seemed to be different all the time. So that's how I ended up kind of doing the profit coaching thing.
0: I love it. Well, you yourself are resilient. You've had to change a lot. Having four children and then being able to be successful and move yourself, I'm sure helps you a lot as you now give to female entrepreneurs. And I I love the title. The title was How Not to Do Too Much. Mm-hmm. And I know that's something that I'm constantly working on, boundaries and feeling good and feeling that I'm enough, what I'm doing is enough. Talk to me about that and some strategies, because we have a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening. Excellent. Well,
1: I think the first thing is really to acknowledge the fact that we all still struggle with that, myself included. I think it's the, as an entrepreneur in particular, it seems like there's constantly information coming at us of this way is successful, or this way would work, or this is something new you can try that sounds interesting, right? So What I try and help clients with and help myself with is really sticking to a very simple plan so that they're not doing things, shifting to something new, something exciting, something more fun before you've actually had a chance to see things come to fruition. I think we get a little bit excited by new things before we give things a chance to even show us that they indeed do work. Um, And then we end up just switching things and not even giving it a chance to to start to percolate away and create the results that we're looking for. So in terms of strategies to do that, I really, really believe in simplicity. I believe in really looking at the to-do list or the calendar, depending on how you operate and pairing it way, way down, creating more white space and less a thousand actions that we have to tick off and get done and oh goodness, oh goodness, right? Not doing the social media posting five times a week if it's not the thing that you really enjoy. If you enjoy it, then that's the thing that should be on the list. But getting rid of all those shoulds is the biggest biggest tip I could say to entrepreneurs and just women and people in general that are living life and feeling a little bit crazy is no more shoulds, only the things that you really want to do or that you know move the needle forward in your accomplishments
0: absolutely I love that that we don't want to should on ourselves not at all not at all and really looking at how do you help someone let's say they come to you and we have a 20 item to-do list which (laughs) many of us do and of course we're we're whole people so we're professionals and we have lives as well how do you pare it down
1: The big way that I tend to do it is I really look at like, what is absolutely a necessity? So for me with four kids, I have, I have to air traffic control the soccer schedule, right? Like I have to figure out how I can get the humans to the places that they need to be. So that dictates when my day has to end, right? So I start with that and then I work from there in terms of a personal schedule. When I look at, I'd like to feed the kids. That's important to me. It seems to be a necessity as well. Um, And when I do that, I definitely look at when can I create dinner? Is it easier to get kind of a meal box delivered? Is it easier to do meal planning ahead on the weekends? Is it easier to accept that ordering in is totally an acceptable way to feed a human? And you sometimes have to do that. And so making it less hard, but making the decision once makes a big difference. So if I know my schedule is really, really full, I give myself permission to make the decision and order out two days a week if that's what has to happen, or whatever that looks like, to streamline things a little bit.
0: I love when you brought up make the decision once. Yes. We have a lot of decision fatigue, yes. and all over the headlines when I'm on LinkedIn, it's all about you know burnout, the Great Resignation of 2021, <laughs> yeah. like, all of those things, and so really knowing I'm going to make the decision once. I'm going to pick up this pen and put it here once. Even, you know, opening our email, opening our mail, like yes. touch it, take care of it. And so that we, it, we're we not constantly ruminating on it. Elaborate more on that one.
1: Yeah, I think it's so critical. I think our brains just don't work. Um, I saw a meme the other day that was going around talking about how many, how many windows is your brain open, you know? And I think we're all guilty of that sometimes where it's like, You're thinking about the grocery list. You're thinking about the dentist appointment you need to book for the kids. You're thinking about the fact that that kid outgrew their shoes and you need to do that on the weekend, as well as the 10 client things and your own personal business stuff all at the same time. So I just try really hard to be like, if I am working on client stuff in particular, it's one client at a time and it's till the task is finished. Mm -hmm. If I'm working on kids stuff, right? So it might be the kids are home after school. And I am now all on mom for the next 45 minutes until we're on to the next whatever the activity might be. And I try really hard not to double duty and be like, oh, I'll just, you know, respond to this Instagram message while somebody's asking me about homework while I stir the dinner. It makes me a crazy person. My kids would definitely tell you if that happens, mom gets a little bit crazy because I can't, my brain can't go in so many directions. But we try and force the issue a lot. And it makes it much harder to accomplish any one thing.
0: Yeah. Hence, let's talk about how to do less yeah, or or how to stop doing too much. I love that analogy right now. You cannot see my computer screen, but I have at least 10 tabs open. I usually do too. (laughs) I I just like them accessible. I just want to know that I'm logged in But it is such a good analogy for our brain. Do we have all the filing cabinets open? And it's no wonder that we're having a hard time with all of the cabinets open at once. Can we close all of them? Open one. Be complete or total with it. Close it. Do the next one. I've also started even noticing with my kids or at work okay, I'm getting triggered. Like there's been too many little things that have happened. How can I? It's emotional intelligence, one of our favorite topics. Mm -hmm. How can I pause? How can I reset? Do we need to have a dance party? Do I need to eat my lunch outside? A lot of us are working at home still. Mm-hmm. How can I change my physical environment as well so that I'm not constantly with the, I just better do more and then eventually I'll I'll earn more or I'll be more productive or I'll feel enough. Right. And I
1: think those things are, I think we're just wrong in thinking that that is the the path to feeling enough. That is the path to feeling complete. I don't think it is. I think it's when we don't feel like we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off all the time until we collapse into bed at the end of the night and think, okay, I got to get up and do it again tomorrow. I mean, that's a terrible way to kind of just be on that very much like a hamster wheel all the time. Um, I don't think it serves us and I don't think it serves us in terms of building businesses or being the present parent or spouse or friend that we're trying to, trying to be.
0: Absolutely. It makes us fray at the edges and then sense the burnout, et cetera. So we have a ton of entrepreneurs that listen to our show and watch the web series, where would someone get started if they notice, okay, I've taken on too much. I don't have strong boundaries. I'm doing all the things you're saying, Samantha and Lauren, (laughs) I'm doing all of them. All my compartments Mm -hmm. are open. Yep. What's what's their next best step?
1: Um, I, I think the best place to start is probably going to be a, just an absolute brain dump of what they're trying to accomplish. And, depending on how they like to think about their business. Some people are really good at looking forward 12 months and trying to, you know, figure out what they want to do in that time frame. I'm a big fan of a 90-day plan. What can you commit to for the next 90 days? But not even so much the commitment, but what do you already have on your plate for the next 90 days? And list it all out, all like every little minutiae detail, and then go through and decide, is this actually required? right? So taking the time to do that. And that is really hard sometimes when we're in that frantic action, we feel like, but if I stop and pause and spend two hours on that activity, I'm going to fall behind. I'm not going to get those other things done. And I would argue the reflection of that time to go through and then cut that giant page of scribbles that you've put down there into five or six things you're going to work on on your business in particular for the next 90 days Then you can sit there and go, okay, so if I'm doing these five things, what do I actually need to do under each one of those categories, right? So, what is my expectation? If I say social media, often this will happen. Clients will say, I have to do social media every day, or I have to do social media, I have to be on Instagram. Okay, how frequently, in what manner do you want to be on Instagram? And what is the end game that you're trying to accomplish? Is it connection? Is it booking one to one calls? Is it just further educating your audience. So really coming down to what actions do I need to take to actually create the result? And I think we, we sometimes get, that gets on the back burner, unfortunately. So that helps. If you can take the time to do that, even if it means carving out from your evening, um, the time to really go down and pare down what you're expecting yourself to do, and then doing the stuff you keep really, really well, it'll make a massive difference.
0: Absolutely. Really looking at, okay, I like to call it the big rock. What is the most important thing? And then all the others can filter in all there will be time for all of the others. Mm -hmm. And I do think it starts with what is our intention? What is our purpose? Are we doing it? Because everyone else told us they should, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you should do it. And so I'm going to do it. Yes, I love that book. Are you familiar with the best? Yes. Yes. Such a good one to go to and to have a concept. Well, I know that there's different ways. You have a freebie for the audience as well. Mm -hmm. Tell me how people can connect with you and what you have for them as well. Well, the best
1: way to probably connect with me is if you're watching online and you can see the websites right there. Um, The other place to find me is on Instagram for sure. So it's Samantha N. Varner on Instagram and you can track me down. Um, In terms of connecting beyond that, I think it, I think it is really like if you hop on that website and you feel like, yes, that's something that this is resonating with me a little bit, then I just recommend you sit down and have a call with me, which is just a conversation for me to be able to say, Hey, yeah, you were right. Why don't you steer yourself over here just a little bit, right? It's an opportunity to get on the phone and have a conversation just on your, whatever your one-on-one business circumstances right now. And oftentimes I can direct you,
0: you know, to the next best step. So the website is shecollective.biz. And also you can find Samantha on Instagram, Samantha N Varner, V-A-R-N-E-R. And if you'd like some free assistance in what we're talking about today, you she has a freebie for us. So the website is shown live here. If you're listening to the podcast, it's bit.ly slash eight steps to sales. That's 8, the number 8 steps to sales. And of course, if you're not watching live on our Facebook group, you can always go back and see that there. Samantha, tell me what they'll find when they go there. When they go there, it's it's meant to be a
1: way for you to structure sales calls in a way that makes it really comfortable and conducive to actually signing clients. Obviously, the end game is to get on a call and get really comfortable creating that rapport with a client, with a potential client and building them all the way through. So it's not so much a script as it is an outline for you to follow and be able to just be more successful on those sales calls as you're trying to close clients and make profit in your business.
0: I love it. Well, we love to ask everybody who comes on the show a special question. Okay. And that is, what does Rise Up For You mean to you? I think it means,
1: to me, it really means you have to do it for yourself. Right, And it doesn't matter whether it is getting organized or building a business or being an exceptional mom. All of those things are really for you, for at the end of the day, for you to reflect back on your life and be so proud of the accomplishments that you've created and the hurdles that you've overcome, right, as we all do. But really acknowledging you're doing all of these things for yourself at the end of the day and for... Just that empowerment and that growth of your own being moving forward. So I I love the messaging. I love the phrase itself. I think it's, it's really important to remember that we're doing all these things and we choose to do all these things because it's important to us.
0: Yeah. I love that. When we do it for ourselves, when we rise up, when we get better, when we have more social awareness, it impacts our families. It impacts our communities. And then professionally, everybody that we're in contact with. I love that. Absolutely. Well, thank you for the great work that you're doing. I hope that we inspired those listening to pare down that to-do list, (laughs) to go back and really look at what is my intention? Why am I actually doing these different areas and what really does matter to me? Thank you for the great work that you're doing. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, it's fantastic having her on the show today. And I know we gave you a few golden nuggets to help you in looking at, really, what is it that I want? If you're looking for support from us, you can download your free success kit at riseupforyou.com slash success kit. Also, if you'd like some confidence tools, we have five public speaking and confidence videos. I think there's actually six now that you can get right on the screen just by texting CONFIDENCE to 949 416 0671. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Lauren Sweeney, your host, and we'll see you again soon.